Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, good morning, Russell. morning everyone. Great, Russell. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for calling us again up to your presence to be with you in that secret place where we connect our hearts to yours, our spirit joined to you. So that when we make our prayer, it is not just made from the spirit realm. It is made as one spirit with you, Lord. And we know that that prayer released from our heart will always be an answered prayer. And as we come to you, Father, we surrender ourselves all our faculties, our body, our soul, our spirit, we bring them under your control. We surrender and submit to you. Our pride, our egos, our victories, our successes, all our achievements, our finances. We surrender all the crowns in our life, Lord. Everything that people ever clapped for for us. And we thank you, Father, for providing that grace upon our lives. We also surrender all our failures, our weaknesses, our shortcomings. Every time we've turned against you, every time we've disobeyed your will and your word, your instruction, despite knowing it comes from you. We surrender every time, Lord, we have rebelled against you. <clears throat> we ask forgiveness for our failures. We ask forgiveness, Lord, for every time that we have turned off alignment from your word and your will. As we surrender and submit ourselves to you, Lord, we ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer. We acknowledge your presence in this prayer meeting, Father, in this secret place, that you are here, that you are in our midst, and you are within us. We activate that temple, Lord. We offer you our praise. We offer you our worship. We offer you our gratitude and we offer our thanksgiving. We thank you, Father, in advance for all the testimonies that we shall hear this evening. Your workings in our life, your grace upon us, your mercy that you renew for us every single day, despite us falling short of the requirements. Yet your love for us is unchangeable. And we come with that understanding, Father. Knowing that you are always there. And as Jesus promised us, that he would never leave us, but he would always be with us, even unto the end of time. And that is what gives us the confidence to approach you, Lord. Because your word says there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And if God is for us, who can be against us? So when we make our prayer this morning, Lord, we thank you for the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts. Your grace upon our lives that enables us to make that prayer and have the faith that every word we speak shall come to pass. That same peace and that same joy, Lord, of that gives us this belief that we are able to believe that we have received and have it. That same peace and joy we share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this praying family. We share it with all those that are 
beneficiaries of any prayer request that has been made on this prayer group, knowing that that prayer for them as well is an answered prayer. We share the same peace and joy with all those that have no one to pray for them. We offer our faith to stand in that gap, Father. And we share that same peace and joy with all those that are called Christians by your name and yet do not know you personally. You are still a religion for them. And Brother Xavier shared a powerful reflection today. I encourage everyone to read that. We share it also, Lord, with all those that do not want to know you, that have turned away from you in their stubbornness, in whatever experience they've had in their lives. We ask, Father, that you quicken them so that they might call on your name and be saved. For unless you quicken them, they cannot come to you. Only those that are called can come. So as we make our prayer this morning, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator, the God of heaven and earth, the great I am. The, the one who dwells in the midst of the cherubims. Above the mercy seat. And it is there he meets us. In our secret place. The one who makes the parched land a pool of water. And the thirsty land springs of water. It is he who is the preserver of men. And we pray in the name of your son Jesus. The Lion of Judah. The Lord of hosts. The Prince of Peace. The Bridge to the Father our shepherd, so that when he is our shepherd, we know and we know in our hearts that we shall lack nothing. It is he who is our daily bread. And this shepherd said, I lay down my life for my sheep. That is his commitment towards us, all the way right to the end. So we know, Father, that gives us the confidence that we can never lack anything. But we shall lie down beside pastures near restful waters, all provisions met. No harm can come our way when we are with our shepherd. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the one who is the father of all spirits, that every spirit in the universe is subject to him. He is the spirit of victory. He is the spirit of El Shaddai, the all-powerful. That same spirit is now given to us to live within us. He has made his tabernacle within our body. He gives life to our mortal spirit. <coughs> he is the seal of the age to come. He is our strengthener and our standby. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, with the gift of your spirit. And we are able, through the power of prayer, to speak your word and call upon your spirit. Knowing that when these come together and our faith is tasted in that prayer, then that prayer turns our water into wine. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with family, with friends that represent your love. You have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies and you do not stop short of our physical requirements either. When Solomon asked for wisdom, you blessed him with honor and you blessed him with wealth as well. You provide for all our needs. 
even the things we don't ask for. We thank you, Father, that you are here, that you are with us. And as we begin this day, we surrender it to you, Lord. We ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, and our path. That everything that we put our hands to and everything that we speak comes to pass, knowing that that thought and that word, that action is inspired from your instruction and your direction, Lord. We surrender and submit to you and we seek your hand through this day and in our relationship, Lord, in our place of prayer, we seek your face. We seek your relationship. We seek your mercy as we come in humility towards you, Lord, surrendered. We offer all that we have, ourselves, in our body, and in our spirit, in our thoughts, in our will, in our intellect. Let it all be aligned to you, Father. And as we make our reflection this day, we herald the power of our word, speaking your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, which says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it, without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is our word that goes out from our mouths. And it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it, when we send it in faith, in the mighty name of Jesus. And I cover and speak every single word that we speak, every prayer we make, every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this vision, this prayer group, by the precious blood of Jesus. We draw perimeter around them by the precious blood, the bloodline. That everything that is of darkness that approaches this bloodline, I call the fire of judgment upon that wickedness in the mighty name of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them in accordance with your will, Lord, on assignments that you have sent based on the plans you have for each of these. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. As we get into our reflection today, this will be a continuation from where we stopped yesterday. We reflected on an empty house and a full house. And the question here is, what does your house look like? What does your life look like? What is the condition of your heart? And the measure or the yardstick for it is found in Proverbs 23 verse 7, which says, as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. And the thing to do here, therefore, is evaluate your thoughts, your words, and your actions. That will tell you how much of the word of God, that is the light, his light is in you. And how much of darkness. And we start from there. And it's not a matter of being embarrassed, but it is a matter of identifying the areas in our lives that need 
to be pulled up, that need to be addressed, that need to be washed by the word of God. Clean, transformed, renewed. And in a way that we do not go back to those again. We renew our commitment as well. There should be a renewal of our mind as well. And that renewal comes only through the word of God. Now let's go back to the teaching of Jesus. The question that we asked yesterday where we stopped at was, how do we fill our house? So for that, let's get back to the teaching of Jesus in Matthew 12 verse 35, where he said, a good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him. Now, two verses earlier, that is in verse 33, he said, either make the tree good and its fruit will be good or make the tree bad and its fruit will be bad. For the tree is recognized and judged by its fruit. That's exactly the question we're asking this morning. How do we fill our house so that the fruit, the outcome that is seen in our outward appearance, in our behavior, in our conversations, in our thoughts, in our actions. That fruit, how will it be good? How do we produce that fruit? For that, let's look at John 15, verse 5 to 7. Now, we have said in the previous reflections that that fruit is produced by the word of God, but here it actually says it. John 15, verse 5 to 7. Jesus said, I am the true wine. Now, remembering that he is the word. I am the true wine and you are the branches which are part of that wine, which are part of that tree. You bear the same character as the main plant. You cannot have different character, different leaves and different fruit. He went on further to say, if you remain in me and I in you, that is we are one, cannot be separated, cannot be distinguished or differentiated, then you will bear much fruit for apart from me, you can do nothing. Verse 6, if you do not remain in me, now he's talking about the converse as well. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers, meaning it dies. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. In verse 7, he goes on to say, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, then what will happen? Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Can you see the connection to the full house and the empty house? That verse 7 says, if your house is full by his word, by his presence, then ask what you wish and it will be done for you. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, The full house. You need to be filled with Jesus. That is the only way to keep your life from turning sideways in all directions that are not in accordance with the will of the Father. And to be filled with him is to be filled with purity and power. That summarizes who and what he is. Purity and power. Purity comes from abiding in him. And the outcome is the fruit of the spirit. Again, we are talking about the fruit. 
connection with the wine. What fruit is it? Achieving the realm of Galatians 2 verse 20. Where you would say then, based on what that verse tells us, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. That is, I don't live by my old fleshly ways, the way I used to. But now Christ lives in me. I have adopted his ways. And when the Holy Spirit starts to make that word real to me, then I start to live by it. And then I demonstrate the nature of Jesus through my life. That is where the realm of Galatians 2.20 is taking us. And the Holy Spirit works on us constantly, day and night, to traverse us, to carry us up from where we currently are. In the position in the pit, surrounded by problems and challenges, limitations and failures in our lives, to the point where Christ is living through you. Perfectionism. Obedience to the law of God, obedience to his will, perfect union with him. And so his favor rests upon us. So what is that fruit then that is produced? That is the fruit of the spirit as explained in Galatians 5 verse 22. The fruit of love, joy, peace, forbearance. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And these summarize the character of Jesus that are demonstrated through the Gospels. Now in the next verse, he says, it goes on to say, those, that is five Galatians 5 verse 24, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. You see that that is a repetition of or related directly to Galatians 2.20. So when this fruit is produced and we are of Christ, you crucify the passions and desires of the flesh. That's the link to the fruit. When you remain in him, he says, abide in me. And you will produce this fruit. And then the next part of the filling <clears throat> after his purity is his power. <clears throat> and that comes, that power comes from the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And these gifts cannot just be bestowed. You must first desire them. It starts with baptism of the Holy Spirit. We see that in Acts 1 verse 5. And then... An endowment with his power. Acts 1 verse 8. And that's when the gifts are stirred. What are these gifts? They are the gifts that we see in 1 Corinthians 12 verse 7 to 11. The words of wisdom, word of knowledge, gift of faith, gift of healing, working of miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirit, the gift of tongues and interpretation of tongues. And these gifts are so that you don't wear them as a medal on your chest to say, I have achieved the power of God, but his power is for distribution. These gifts are so that you can minister to others and fill someone else's house and you pay it forward. Jesus said, I am the wine and you are the branches. So remain as part of me. 
be fed by me, be like me. And bear fruit in your life. That fruit which is of me. Through the fruit of the Holy Spirit and through the gifts of the Holy Spirit, you achieve that which he spoke in John 10 verse 10. I came that you might have life and have it in abundance. That is the abundance that he is speaking of. A house that is filled by him. A house which is then built on a rock. A city lit up and put high on a hill. That which is there for demonstration to others. One that carries his presence and his power and his image and likeness. The very image and likeness that we see God made us in, in Genesis 1, verse 26 to 28. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that understanding, Lord, that each of us that have reflected on our house these last few days, are given that understanding of where we are at in our journey towards your kingdom, towards building our house. The discernment to know that and perceive that gap, Lord, and to participate, to cooperate with your spirit, to work with you, Holy Spirit, to bridge that gap, to rise above and to work towards that image and that likeness of yourself in which you created us, Lord. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, the realm of Galatians 2.20 to be fulfilled in our lives. And as we pray for that spiritual edification, Lord, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, those that are hospitalized this day, those that will undergo any kind of procedures today. We cover them by your precious blood, Lord, and we anoint every doctor that will operate on them or that will treat them, everyone that will care for them. So that through that anointing, it is your presence that is actually involved in that care for them, Lord. And when you are for them, nothing and no one can stand against them. No sickness, no disease, no wickedness. We pray also for all families that are battling all kinds of challenges in their lives, including any kind of division and separation. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds, limitations and compulsions in their behaviors, addictions, mental disorders, and especially the the ploy of the enemy to keep your people poor, ignorant, prayerless and busy so that they might be powerless. We declare every such chain, every such yoke that the enemy has put upon your people broken. And let that journey of freedom start with dispelling of the ignorance, Lord, by the presence of your light through your word. That their house starts to be filled. And what is then upon their head is seen upon their lives and around them. The presence and the power of your anointing is working in their lives. 
Let that be seen, Father. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Quicken them, O Lord, that they might call on your name. And we know that everyone that calls on your name cannot end up in shame. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release this prayer as our prayer of agreement with each other and with your spirit, that prayer made as one spirit is made under an open heaven and must see an outcome, a manifestation of that which we have spoken. This is our faith. We believe we have received, Lord, and it shall be ours. And we release our prayer with that faith and that belief in our hearts. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join us in prayer. Those that are praying for that gift, the gift of tongues to be able to use it for your praying in the spirit. Make sure you're asking with the intention of interceding for others. Release your tongue in faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Shandaka, <laughs> 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 
Yamba, <laughs> <laughs> 
the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The scripture I've got this morning is from Acts 15, 8 and 9. And God, who knows the heart, bore witness to them, giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us. And he made no distinction between us and them, but cleansed their hearts by faith. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture shared in the chat. This is from John chapter 15, verses 2 to 6, quoted from the NIV, which says, He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And the second scripture is from Isaiah 40, verse 31. Again, quoted from the NIV, which says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. These are very powerful scriptures worth meditating on a little more in a deeper way based on the topic we have reflected on today. Building your house. You see, one verse talks about bearing fruit and the other is about his power. Thank you, Jesus. you are benefiting and being blessed by these reflections as well as Brother Savio's reflections that are shared on our Telegram group and on our Facebook page, please also share those with your family and friends in a special way, the one that you are pointed to, where you just know in your heart and that's the Lord saying to you, this one needs to hear that message today. You need to be ministered to them. Let them be blessed by that word and that let them see that transformation in their lives as well. Also, a reminder about our Bible study topic this evening. This is a continuation of our series on praying in the Holy Spirit, the third and concluding part. And in this series, we are learning in depth on what it means to pray in the Spirit. We're also learning that the Holy Spirit is our prayer partner and intercessor, and he knows exactly what we need. 
And today is a powerful session that focuses on Romans 8.26. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube. We shall share that message on our Telegram uh, page, on our group. Please share those with family and friends. Invite as many as you can to come there, join that session and be blessed by the presence of the Father. For those of you who will be in Brisbane this evening or who currently live here, if you have family or friends that live here, let them know that this session is being run in person, live at St. Dimpna's Church and Aspley, North Brisbane on Robinson Road. Please encourage them to come. I encourage all of you that are here in Brisbane, please come and join us in that fellowship as we praise and worship the Lord and as we hear from His Word as we receive of that revelation that will help us improve our prayer life. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases us and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Friday, everyone. And we shall see you at Bible study session this evening at 5.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Thank, Thank you, Russell. Russell. God bless you, everyone.